might of the U Gene S Robinson show Welcome my friends. life to a show that seemingly never ends. I'm your host, let me fix that, Eugene S. Robinson. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, how about that? And uh, this is round number one, five, Eight. Oh, to quote the Cenobites from Hellraiser, we have such sights to show you. UFC 260, shaped up to be a dog, surprised you, but some of us were not surprised, motherfuckers. But first, Bob Riley will sing us in as he has since 2007. Calling of the Just. The song is called Intro All of Nothing. Listen. I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. Being paid back and for always nothing. Okay, so first off, one of you accused me, you know, in a humorous way of being a chicken shit for not calling my shot. Well in advance of uh, care, don't care. Well in advance of several months. Well in advance of everything else. I'm going to call my shot. On the by, before this show is over, I'm calling my shot on the fight that uh, the, the fight is one of the only fights I'm sticking around for. Mark my words. If you can make it to the end, you might hear it. Providing you can take the beans out of your ears long enough to actually hear it, you might hear it. Anyway, this is one five eight. The kid is sleeping. That's why I'm kind of whispering. Uh, of the Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper. Thank you. Let's get the commercials out of the way. Pinko nine five zero one four at yahoo.com if you want to PayPal money for the show. We're at the end of the month, three days, I think, uh, before we got to do a tally to see how much we made. Still not enough to, to buy a new laptop, but this one seems to be working well enough. The problems seem to be not connected to the laptop at all, but, of course, YouTube, I'm going to blame them. I still haven't found somebody else to, to strangely enough, given their tech screw-ups, it's very easy to do outside of that. So. I know those guys in New Mexico have a good show and they seem to have uh, some kind of client that works, but you know, I, it's a long story. Venmo. Uh, I got Venmo. I got cash app. If you need it, you can send the money the old fashioned way. Like some of you do, um, or patreon.com slash the stomper, uh, because the show stomper. So that's it with the commercials, uh, as well as actually, you know, I have. It's not like you don't get you got nothing for nothing. I got uh, I got stuff I can sell. Yeah. So a uh, um, so do I want to jump right in? I because I, 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 my spy has been working overtime, so I'm trying to think like the Gnostics. The Gnostics wouldn't. They didn't believe in writing stuff down because they figured you know 
the con- it's contextless. If you see something on a piece of paper, you read it, and, you know, you won't understand. So they said, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna support our efforts here and passing along secret knowledge, and it only get passed along from mouth, mouth to ear, mouth to ear, mouth to ear. That's the pacholes, 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 pacholes. I mean, that's oh god, that is the only way that it actually happens, right? Um, uh, what work is uh, texting me? Right. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, um, uh, hold on. <laughs> this, this is not going to. Uh, this, this is not going to. I won't be able to concentrate right now. Sorry. Um, but uh, Okay, great. Thank you for ruining my Sunday. Um, anyway, so uh, you, you don't talk shit about your job. This is what makes it possible for you to eat, and eating is necessary and important. It's just the time. The timing is uh, uh, the timing is uh, impeccable. Um, so anyway, um, so it, it goes from mouth to ear, mouth to ear, mouth to ear. But let me tell you something. I'm I'm I haven't written it. If you subscribe to Substack, the Substack this week is about guns, um, gaddy, 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 heaters and heaters and all. And as usual, uh, the, the take is nuanced. You know, I, I'm sure we're all tired of uh, getting head wounds when we go to buy donuts, but uh, it's never that simple. And so that's what we talk about in the thing. But I got to get to I got to get to UFC 260. I'm not going to drag this out. I can't I can't keep myself from uh, talking about. It. First of all. First of all, you should realize that you are now in a place where you can believe nothing that you see. Absolutely nothing that you see. Not zero. Zero. I mean, it, we are all, we are all, we are all hyped up on, 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 the, on the high-powered fumes. Yes, I watched it live. Hyped up on the high-powered fumes of what we saw last night, this is the equivalent. If we're going to use MMA as a as a drug corollary, this is when you ex- when you expect very little and it over delivers. I mean, we've been gun shy because of the past few weeks. We've had big promises. It, we, they have over promised and under delivered, and, and simply smart people, Charlie Brown, it. I got some hesitancy about running for this football again. I got, I just, you know, something could happen. Some of you were texting, uh, tweeting me during the thing. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, let this happen without weirdness. No Petrion, no, no, no crap ass weirdness connected to this fight. Please just let it go on without a hitch. And, and, and some of you were texting, tweeting me that right up until the last fight, right? And this is, you know, this is, these are, Talk about snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. You know what? What turned out? Appetizer, pretty good appetizer. Appetizer, appetizer. Main course, out of this world, out of this world. But if you're playing, if you're playing tri-level chess, you're already you've already left that world behind. You've left it far, far behind. So let's walk backwards through the world we're in now. Yeah. So let's walk backwards through, through, through where we are now. So right now, um, we are, uh, there is jockeying going on uh, concerning pay. If you think that this narrative is accidental, you're absolutely positively incorrect. You know, you can't, you know, you, 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 this is about as accidental as the fact that the sun will come up tomorrow. Now, some places where some of you live, it will not be sunny tomorrow. It might be cloudy. It might be rainy. It might be sunny. But it will be light. So you say, well, what? Yeah, key bono. Who benefits from this, Eugene? You know, people are talking about this being, the, the, the matchup being super fight. Well, it's not technically a super fight. I mean, you got two legitimate heavyweights. So, I mean, I, I get you what you mean, but then they, they've been changing the language around it. You know, the biggest pay-per-view, the most historic, this is like the biggest thing that the, hours. Now, some of you might say that this is, that this is part of this narrative. It is it, all about Johnny Boney Joni, um, 
being unable to stand the spotlight moving from him for even half of a second. And that's grossly missing the point. This is not junior high school. This is not, and if, if you've ever known any fighters, you got to know that there is artifice and there, there is organic and there's inorganic. What, what's been happening in the last few hours is completely organic and also totally planned, right? So, um, um, so the, I mean, you had to know, you had to know if it was over. I mean, it was like reliable. I got the, it's like, I got his tweets on speed dial. So, um, and if you don't think, if you don't think, I mean, it, first of all, first of all, this is the closest that we we've been able to come. This is like what is that thing with the with the, the, the Spider Man and the evil Spider Man or the or Superman and the evil Superman? This is this is the closest we've been able to come to a yin yang situation ever, ever. Everything everything that that Johnny Boney Joni initially tried to get get the world to believe he was, which was not part of his you know, so-called two-facedness as Rashad uh, liked to peg him at first, his phoniness. This was more about him trying to believe a narrative that, it, you know, as a son of a preacher, he thought he should be believed. There's a point you get to in a life, in your life as a man, or maybe as a woman, I don't know, haven't lived that way, where you, where you quietly embrace self. I've talked about this on past shows where you realize you're not in the process of becoming anymore. You're being, and it happens for different people at different ages. It might happen, not happen to you until you were 40. I remember the moment. Well, I was in my thirties and I remember the days of me trying to be other than I was were over. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a question of becoming, it was a question of being. So all that stuff that he did that Rashad pegged as, oh, he's phony, he's two-faced, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I've never had this many cameras on me before. I've never had this many people asking me for things before. I've never had this many people caring about what I said before. He's a, he's a kid brother, especially given the family order and a family with a, a preacher father. But he's beyond that now. You know, he's beyond, he's beyond becoming something. He's being. So you're just identifying because you went, no, so I'm recognizing patterns. As they occurred to me, they might have occurred to you. They occurred to many of us. For example, I can tell you, after you have, after you have a kid, your body in very subtle ways starts preparing you for death. You can't stop this. I, I, I mean... Your, your genes have suddenly realized that they, that they got a bus to catch. And it doesn't really matter whether you're on that bus or not. <laughs> Toodles and your genes are gone. Suddenly you feel it. Whatever panic-fueled thing you had going on in terms of you know sexual access in your 20s, it's gone. Gone. Gonski. And now I can tell you, given, given the age I am, I know the body is like, okay, I mean, there's some people who will tell people on social media that they're about to go on vacation and then their houses get robbed. My paranoia is such that I never say what I'm going to do. I, I tell you what I've done. I would never tell you I'm sick. I just tell you I used to be sick. Hence the story of last week's uh, Substack. The Rolling Stones doctor almost tried to kill me. And to say, you, you know, I mean, I'm just talking about something that happened. You might see I've lost a little weight in the face. But your body is preparing you for death. He is being now. And everything that goes along with being is, is necessary. By which I mean, you know, the let's book it, let's pay, shortcut, nobody. I've been putting stuff on, been tweeting. and Now, now keep in mind, there, there is a wild card and there is a joker. And that joker is the bald one. You've seen him shit-can people's careers just because. Not motivated by greed. Not, I, I, there's something else. 
and believe me, you know, I, I, I've done these sympathy, sympathy for the devil things before with the Baldwin. You know, he, he's got reasons to slow walk this. There is no guarantee, none at all, that, um, that the, 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 the yin and yang of this fight won't do what yin and yang does. And that the angel of, of, of light who does all the right things, you know, uh, will not get scuttled by the angel of darkness who then suddenly decides to start shooting off his gun while driving drunk again. You don't know. But if you tell me you can't build a contract together that actually makes this make sense, I don't believe you. So everything, everything that, that Johnny Boney Joni was aspiring to be initially when he was still in that phase of he just started being is what Francis Ngannou is. The humility. I mean, you know, it's, it's refreshing and great when you can see it happen in front of you. There was not an excess amount of trash talk going up, uh, up to this fight between him and Stipe. You know, we're professionals. This is our day in the office, and we're going to try to do the best. There wasn't, there wasn't any of that uh, uh, misplaced machismo, um, you know, and the stare downs. It was just, you know, the most important person in the world to me right now is you. Touch gloves if you want to. Yeah, we'll touch gloves. We're professionals. Don't need this to get butts in the seats. And if you do, we'll betide you. Check out that betting line. Slip sliding around. Francis Ngannou went in as a favorite. Was my pick. Why was he my pick? Because Stipe was talking mad. Crazy. Yes, I'm going to get in there and they're going to stay in still. And why should I change? And I got to... You know, his whole, his, he was doing this thing that, you know, we have, we have talked about it. There are two things. There's one thing to bullshit yourself. And it's another thing to bullshit others. You might try to Jedi mind trick by saying, by saying, but but if you get a fighter who's educable and every single one of these African fighters has been educable, I'm thinking about Chet Congo who looked terrible when he first came. And he actually was like, okay, I got to figure this stuff out and learned. I had no doubt in my mind. You don't think? Go back a few years on Francis Ngannou and look at the video packages put together where they had to run subtitles. Last night without an interpreter, got his way through everything. This is a man who speaks like a minute, three or four languages, right? Speak a little German. Scotchy Japanese. Nihon. Spanish. Can read it. Understand it. I'm not doing interviews in anything but English. A few years. Sorrell has been in this country. How long have I known him? What? 12 years? Still can't speak English. You know, and if you if you happen to know his story about you know trying to get through from Morocco to Spain, and they put him through the, the, the back in the desert, in hopes that he would die. Seven it took him twelve months living in Paris on the streets and in parking garages and eating out of dumpsters because of a dream he had. This is he 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 he. You know, and I know he is the not by any stretch of the imagination, the bald one's idea of all-American. He, he, was, he, was, he was nobody, he, especially the bald one, but un, fundamentally, we don't give a shit about that. Otherwise, we'd, we'd still be talking about Sage Northbutt. What Sage Northbutt? Sage what? Not Sage what? Sage Northbutt. And we're not. The guy has char- has character. I mean, in actual fact, you know, outside of this, well, okay, after his first few wins came so easy, you know, and uh, I mean, it's a classic origin story, the hero's journey. And, you know, he got a little bit of a big head, so says the bald one, you know, murmurings from members of his team. And then he had those two underwhelming performances. And what happens at that point? You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, you horrible, and I don't fuck care. 
uh, that, that those are Sarawisms that are, are worth their weight in gold. However, I had a friend, my one of my best friends in high school. He, he, he was Polish, and his father was here for thirty years, and he would still have to have my friend translate. I imagine that would be me. So, so you know, in Ghana, I don't have that much character. You know, against the wet whetstone, you know, sharpening sharpening your sword against the whetstone of adversity. I've not had that. Nobody's put me for twelve months in the desert, walking on foot and then eating out of dumpsters. You know, uh, my moment of darkness had me eating eating dead grass in Northern California and breaking into food lockers. That was kind of a drag, but that was not like I couldn't have died doing that, right? Because of a dream, and then you look at the cat's physique. I mean, you, you look at the You know, you take many of us away from kettlebells and twenty-four hour fitness for three weeks, and we don't look like this. Much less being put in a desert and eating crap out of garbage cans because of a dream. So, so you can't. The, 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 the narration, the narrative for this story is phenomenal. You know, and, 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 uh, and I think it's also, I think it's also the key to understanding why my pick will be the pick that I'm making. So, so I, I, this is, this is all, as you suggest there, it's all in the go, as, as Joey B suggests, it's, this is a negotiation tactic. Because you don't have to do you don't have to do any of this stuff. You could do just like they they, they front load movies and say, well, you know, my salary is twenty million dollars. Right, we're not going to pay you that. Well, okay, how about giving me points on the movie? If you believe in the movie well enough, you know, you should. Great. How many points you want to give me on the movie? Is nineteen percent that the UFC is kicking back? Not going to do it on this one. Build some incentive clauses. Do whatever you got to do so that everybody leaves with sausages on their plates. You know. If you don't want it to happen, that okay. We're we're miles away from Couture and and Fedor. Another fight that was scuttled because of of, of you know the the all the ones in transitions. He would say he would blame it on Finkelstein. These are names that you probably don't even remember. M one, whatever. That's what the jungle wanted, and then the jungle stopped caring about it. And then everybody got old. That's not going to happen here. That is not because, but that's not the fight to make now. That's not the fight to make. And, and you know, I mean, Engano has got. Look, if you don't think it's stuck in the oopsie's crawl that that Stipe kept his job as a fireman. If you don't think it's stuck in their craw that 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 that, <laughs> that he kept his job, they tried to build it into the story, and and this guy still holds it down as a fireman. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. Every single boxing promoter will tell you that's why they juice those guys up in fur coats and expensive cars because it you know it just focuses their mind away from sausages on plates. If Stipe's keeping his job and his health insurance, he's focused on, so you got a guy who's focused on the nuts and bolts, also demands money, gets it, holding on to the belt. That's not what that's not the guy. And and and, and I hate to say it. I, I I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But you gotta know there's a little bit of Joe Lewis going on with Francis and Ghana. Just happy to be there. Glad I won, Mama. That's the, that's a famous Joe Lewis quote before he ended up a men's room a, a men's bathroom attendant. Yep. So so um, so so Francis Ngannou is is everything that they want. Got the great backstory, you know, physically physically imposing. Now speaks English well enough to get through without an interpreter and to be understood without subtitles doesn't really give a shit about the money 
they have this whole narrative that also includes Usman, that also includes Adansaya about, you know, the, the, the Africa. I mean, they're not talking about doing any fights in Africa, but in this in this woke environment, sorry for using internet words, you know, it just, it seems like, uh, you know, you got, you got something really special happening. And keep in mind, in Ghana, I mean, it's, it's, if, if, if Stipe was hoping to Jedi mind trick him into not evolving, you could see that was never going to work. That was never, ever going to work. Nobody, nobody wants to see Stipe fight Johnny Boney Joni. Uh, specifically because the, the outcome felt much more guaranteed. So first of all, what, what we've established is that what, uh, what is that, that thing that Corleone says when he confronts Carlo about, he goes, oh, that, that little drama you played out with my sister. Now you thought that would fool Corleone? This little drama that they're playing with the money. You think that's going to, yeah, he shit can, you know, he's, he's kind of, in a way, shit canning the Diaz's. Yeah. Oh God damn it. it you know, uh, but there was there were reasons for that. The Diaz's were in in, in transigent and uh, and un, un, unreliable qualities. Johnny Bonigioni has been un, unreliable, but like High John the Conqueror, I don't know if you remember that Negro uh, folktale, High John the Conqueror. You know, he was worth keeping around because when he was good, he was very, very, very good. And therefore worth it. Worth it. Engano, worth it. This is good versus evil. This is every single movie that you've probably seen in the last 10 years embodied in the possibility of a 25-minute fight. Make no mistake, who the jungle, uh, make no mistake, not the jungle, who the Oofsi would want to win this engagement. The Oofsi's desire would have Francis Ngannou, a guy who's not really paying attention, I mean, what he thinks would be, what he, you know, he's like, I'll take 10 sausages when he should be demanding 50. They love that guy. Johnny Bonigioni at that point is a man, is a man without a country. He either has to lose weight to get back down to down to light heavy, which I guarantee you, given his age, there's a reason he went to heavyweight. Losing weight suddenly becomes very difficult when you hit 30. Uh, personal experience. I used to gain and lose bodybuilding shows 30 pounds in, when we in, out, in, every, you know, all time. Easy. Hit 30, stop happening. Man without a country. And frankly... This, if you think that Blahovitz and, and Johnny Blaine Johnny has any juice, you're, you're addicted badly. Also known as badly addicted. Ah, ah, sorry. My stomach is killing me. Ah, ah, okay. So, um, so the, the re- reality of it is... Oh man, I tell you, my stomach is killing me. God damn it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, let's not talk about that now. So, all of this, all this window dressing about, you know, who's gonna, don't buy it, don't buy it, don't buy it, don't. This is all setting you up for, for the big give. If you think that fight's gonna be $69.99, you might be wrong. You know, the, the amount of celebrities that are urging them to, or, you know, um, urging them to have this fight happen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen beyond the shadow of a doubt. So how does Ngannou prepare for Johnny Boney Joni? If you paid attention to what Bonnie, Johnny Boney Joni said, you, you start to see the keys to how he's thinking about this. He's like, look, you know, I faced big punches before. And I'm not going to stand there like like uh, Stipe did. Francis Ngannou's reach, I think, is 83. Johnny Boney Jones is 85. That's pretty close. But it's not like Ngannou's fast enough to make that go away. 
and the kind of offensive wrestler that that say DC was or that Steeper was. That's not Johnny. You want to? You, you you think I'm crazy? Go back and watch Stephen Bonner against Johnny Boney Joni, and then remind yourself that he was a uh, a JUCO uh, um, uh, uh, Greco Roman guy. So, um, and, and this is, this is you, Deontay Wilder money. You don't want to pay. I think the important thing is, and this is why it's happening. And we'll just end that right here. The important thing is, and, and why it's happening has everything to do with the Baldwin can't, can't be seen to publicly accede to a fighter's demands. In other words, he's got to be taking a non-emotional stance that's outside of the, the drug's effect and, and the magic of the moment. He's got to lay down the law like that. So that when the deal is made, there's a smokescreen of confusion around what Johnny Boney Joni is. And Johnny Boney Joni is not going to come out and say, yeah, I got 30 mil. I got 30 mil. The way it's set up now you figure we're, they're going to go to compromise land. It'll be more than the Baldwin wants to pay, but less than the, uh, than Johnny Boney Joni wants to be paid. In actual fact, in reality, it will probably be very close to what Johnny Boney Joni wants, but they've already created a smokescreen of confusion around it so that we don't know and believe that the Baldwin has always got his way. That's the narration that he wants. I understand this. I understand it. I've been on stage before. If you've been any, if any kind of stage performer before, you understand that there's a fundamental. I, I've been learning the scene from the cowboy scene from Mulholland, Mulholland Falls, David Lynch movie. And he goes, sometimes there's a buggy. How many drivers does a buggy have? He goes, one. Well, Consider then that I'm driving this buggy. And if you play along, go for a ride. Great scene. Great scene. The bald one has got to be the one driving the buggy. He's got to be the one driving the buggy. He's got he's to give the impression of the one driving the buggy. When I'm playing a show live... People are like, you're on stage, you got the microphone, you got the biggest megaphone in the place. Why, when a guy screams buckwheat at you, would you take time out to address this from the stage? I said, because the guy did it at the end of a song when it was completely quiet, and I was about to say something, it's a direct public challenge, and he's not driving the buggy. The bald one's got to drive the buggy, otherwise it all goes to hell. Which is fine. Fundamentally, nobody's playing for time now. This is all Johnny. Bo Johnny. This is all Johnny Boyd has been thinking about. This is the big money move of Francis Ngannou, and moreover, he's got that. He's got that quality that makes some of the greats great, which is he got to know. That's what fired up Johnny Boney Joy to begin with when he met DC and the, seat, the initial seed of their conflict. When he met him at some sort of seminar and he looked at DC and goes, I bet I could take you down. I did MMA smokers, man. How do you think I got there? If you read my fight book, you know how I got there. I could take him. That same thing. I could take him. No. Everybody on the sausage side of the plate wants to see Johnny Boney Johnny lose his fight. Everybody. But I don't believe he's going to lose the fight. One, my spies have said, who, who have analyzed, who in New Mexico analyzed this case, he goes, first of all, you got to understand something about Johnny Boney Johnny. He's not taking fights that he believes he's going to lose. 
It's not that he overestimates his ability to win, but he's taking fights and he looks at and goes, no, 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 I just I, I, I can't. He's not, this is not wishful thinking. This is analytical. Analytical. Goes hand in hand with a fight IQ. <laughs> and also, he wants to push himself. I've said before, it doesn't seem like, you know, on odd occasions, he had to dig down into his bag of tricks. Maybe, maybe it seemed like he was fighting more than 50%. Maybe. When he wasn't prepared and didn't take the guy seriously. Now, it's going to be an easy day in the office. And Augustuson shows up. He's like, oh, shit. Do you think he, I got a sense he dug down maybe 68%. There's some fighters who you think you look at it and they just pushed it right there. It was like a 95% of total effort, almost a complete failure to win how they won. I never got the sense that we, we saw anything approaching Johnny Boney Jr. at 90%. And the math for him is simple. He's got, he's got a treasure trove, a video to look at with Francis Agano, and it's like it seems like it's not a lot to say, but it is a lot to say. He's like... Um, are there any other ways that he can beat me other than knocking me out? Is uh, I'm just, I'm in Johnny Boney Johnny's head here. You know, I'm like, uh, is he going to submit me? No. Is he going to take me down? No, because uh, he's not, right? He did, well, you took Stipe, well, he took a brain boggled Stipe down. Is he going to kick me into unconsciousness? No. If we should go to the ground and I am on top of him, can he get me off at my, my body weight of 247 or however much he weighs now? Nope. So this is all he's got? Yep. Well, you know, like DC said, you know, Johnny Boy Joy has never really knocked anybody out. Take one of those spinning elbows, elbows to the temple. That put a little crimp in your step. And he's got nothing to lose. Absolutely nothing to lose. He's, he's too bored to continue at light heavyweight. And he doesn't really need to stay around in heavyweight. Pay the man. Pay the man. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess now I'm back. I, the, the thing dropped. Who knows? But he's like, yeah, my, my chin has been tested, Johnny Boy. His boxing fundamentals are still woefully inadequate in my mind. I don't like at all how low he, how, how low he holds his hands, you know, um, and, and, and I don't, yeah, the, the signal for us. It says I'm back. I don't like how, how low he holds his hands, you know, um, you know, I don't, I don't like how he moves his head, but he, he, he has, he has, um, he, he has, he has said something, which I think is significant that even with his boxing deficiencies, he said some of the best guys try to knock his head off and it hasn't happened, you know? That turning back and away thing that he's got, turning back and away, turning back and away, that seems to be working. Will it work with a guy who hits as hard as an F-150? Well, how about this? Is Francis enough of a technician to be fast enough to get those cinder blocks to where he needs to be before we get a Johnny Boney Johnny? And for those of you just listening, I'm doing this thing like chin to the chest backing up. And the reality of it is, it's been so long since some of us have seen Johnny Bonajoni fight that, you know, people don't remember what he can do. And the last few fights were not ones that you were going to write home about. Santos and the uh, other kid, other dude's name I can't even remember. The one who got knocked out by Blahovitz. Guys who have incidentally never been the same since they, uh, you know, uh -huh, fought Johnny Bonajoni. And the reality of it is, we all secretly want Johnny Boney Joni to win. 
No, 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 not Corey Anderson. The 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 Latino cat um, who got beat by yeah Reyes Dominic say thank you Dominic Reyes. So uh, um, I mean, we all secretly because this is the thing that always confused DC about the enduring popularity of Johnny Boney Jones, right? And it has everything to do with him, you know. We're talking about the yin yang, the you know the the, the the angel of good, the angel of dark. That I mean, he's a fuck up. And I don't know what the percentages are, but I would say a majority of us comfortably perceive ourselves to also be fuck ups. <laughs> Like that friend of mine asked me after Dan, at the Glen Dance and got knocked out backstage by Danny Mariano from uh, Northside 40 Kings. And he had it coming. Don't put your hand, you don't want a beef, don't start one. And a buddy of mine who ran a record label said, hey, Eugene, would that fuck up your shit if you were to get knocked out in video? If you were to become a meme? I was like, no, no, no. No, man, I, I talk about getting my shit packed in all the time. I've had my ass kicked. I know what it's like. Very specifically, started training so I wouldn't have to have it keep happening. But at the same time, you know, Johnny Boney Joni is, again, based on the spies. Now, now my, I have a couple of concerns. They no longer even talk about Jackson Wink as Jackson Wink. They talk, when Jay Boney Jr. or anybody in that organization talks about it, he talks about my gym. <laughs> my gym. My gym. That's what he says. My gym. When they show you video, yeah, yeah. When they show you video from it now, yeah, there's a shutdown and the COVID and all that stuff. I don't see anybody else training there, you know. Man, Holly Holmes is a friend. A little too friendly. I'm not going to get into man's private life. So, so, um, so, you know, that's my. But it doesn't matter. You can bring people in. You could bring. At this point, I mean, he's he's in the rarefied air of somebody who's like, it's me against me. Now we know one of the things that he that he that he likes to do, and in this case, he's going to be thwarted in this effort. He likes to beat people at that thing they're known for. So, in other words, if he could knock out uh, Francis Ngannou, he would, but he can't, so he's not going to. But the reality of it is, what what hasn't happened is um, you haven't seen. I mean, anybody is doing the Mike Tyson thing with Francis Ngannou, true to his nickname, the Predator. He's chasing people. People are fleeing, but that's not that's not what Johnny Johnny Boy Johnny. If you if you think we noticed it, for sure has seen that. What happens to Francis when you put a little pressure on him? What happens when you start backing him up? Nobody did this with McAnal for a long time. Start doing it with McAnal. It's not as good going back. You got to be Ginger Rogers about this. You can't be Fred Astaire. Doing all those dance moves going forward. Try doing them backwards in high heels. Try that. Now, Francis Ngannou, you know, he, he the brain boggled Stipe, you know, hit him with the shot and thought, oh, I got him and kept coming in. And Ngannou comes with the, le- with the left hook and pulls him. You know, Stipe didn't want to get into any clutchy situations with him. Johnny Boney Jr., you know, if you look at somebody like Khabib and Johnny Boney Jr., one of the things they do as a macro move, if you paid attention to their fights at all, they do not give you space to breathe. They don't. And, and, and frankly, if we're talking about the jungle, if you or your fantasy MMA league, the reality of it is Francis Ngannou could absorb a loss much more healthily and much more with much greater utility for MMA in total than a Johnny Boney Joni did. I'm sure the Baldwin would love to have a, a you know a chase in Johnny Boney Joni, 
but I don't think he's fighting for that reason, and I don't think he plans to be chasing, and I actually don't think he's going to. Now, like I said to the guy uh, who is a hate the player, I think was challenging me so to make my pick this far out. I think what I was saying is that, you know, you can't, with Johnny Boy, you cannot make a pick this far out. <laughs> Johnny Boy is not an always something guy, but he's just a different cat. There could be anything. There could be anything. Fourth of July, there could be anything. Also, Francis Ngannou was coughing during this uh, during this his uh, his post fight uh, uh, thing. Made me a little bit nervous. You don't want to get the Rona. In other words, everything has to go right for you to actually be able to meet this man uh, in the cage. And you know there were certain alterations. This was a smaller, smaller, smaller uh, uh, cage than than before. Yeah, they were very open about that. Oh, this might favor Francis. No, the size didn't make the difference in this instance. And he's talking about, well, well, we'll run it again if Stipe wants. You know, we could turn it to a trilogy. Yeah, man. You know what? That first fight he lost, I think he was scared. And this is where the title comes in, heads you win. And I think his team, if it was a good team, and I think they are, said to him afterward, Said you could have add, you could have double you could have done ten rounds, and Stipe wouldn't have knocked you out. He wouldn't have knocked you out. He won on points. So right away, Mister Engano, you do not have to worry about being knocked out by this guy. So that's your big concern right there. He can hit you from now until the cows come home. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And so all you need to do is figure out this wrestling thing. And it wasn't enough when he, he, he uh, sprawled, but then he gave that last little two-inch yank and then converted to side control and started. And that was what you saw when they finally got to their feet. You saw a dead man. You saw a dead man. Stipe realized, it's like the scene from a Bronx tale where Chaz Palminteri goes and locks the door and says to the biker gang that's come to break up the bar, Naz, you can't leave. One of my favorite scenes. <laughs> I mean, you know, De Niro directed it, but that was pure Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, go watch the bikes. <laughs> Click, comes back and looks at him and goes, Naz, you can't leave. <laughs> the thing, <laughs> the thing. If you haven't lived in New York, you know there's certain things that you didn't back in the day. You just didn't want to. <laughs> no, you're not gonna go into an Italian neighborhood and fuck, fuck with the with the cuisines. It's not gonna happen. Bikers and no bikers. <laughs> just because they're wearing suits doesn't mean anything. So Stipe, Stipe. Um, you know, Stipe is, um, I, I think there's no more juice left in that. He'll be given a, a, a grace return, you know, if, if it comes to that. But, I mean, the Baldwin never liked him. Um, you know, outside of, outside of the Midwest, I don't think they had any real cachet. Um, yeah, it's Croatian, but, you know, we all had Krokop for that. And I, I, I don't know. I, I actually like the guy. I like the guy, but um, because like he, you know, like that that John Turturro said uh, when he was kind of sort of doing a version of his father in some movie, and you know, he's falling asleep in front of the TV, and John Wayne comes up, he goes, "Now that's a goddamn man." <laughs> I look at Steve and I go, "That's a goddamn man," you know, holding it down, going to work, whatever. But you know, he's not going to go back to the Phantom Toll booth. He's not going to say, well, my number here is, you know, I'm, uh, I still got, no, he's not going to do that. If, if he's, if he's smart, if he, if he's smart, he'll like say, you know what? I don't need you guys. <laughs> you know, every one of his last few fights have made a shitload of good investments. I'm going to play out, play out my, my stem here with the fire department and then hang out with my wife. No shame in that game. 
I mean, you know, the Baldwin said the best is it's not a long-term career. Not a long-term career. Now, um, so uh, right now, heavyweight is more exciting than you've ever seen it. Ever, 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 ever seen it. Because if you got your fantasy MMA league open anywhere you, you know, uh, everywhere you turn, under every rock, compelling. Sugar, uh, and I'm, uh, uh, T. Wood, you know, um, T. Wood, yeah, man, he, he, ha he had to do it the way he did it. And he had to go out the way he was going to go out. And he just, he, he, had to, he had to get over the creepy yips that have been, have haunted his last few fights. He had the, his, that was his equivalent of getting back on the horse. Got to get back on the horse. But <laughs> that's a horse that's out in the pasture. You know, that's, that's a horse that's out in the pasture. I mean, they can't keep paying him what they're paying him. And at this point now, he's executive level gatekeeper is aggressive. You know, the last time he looked sharp was against depleted Robbie Lawler. And I'm a big Robbie Lawler booster, but um, who tough, as, you know, as fuck. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, um, well, the, the thing with Derek uh, Black Beast Lewis is that um, they were, it's like fighting a mirror image of yourself. No, actually, Johnny Boy Johnny is a mirror image. Uh, no, no, he's, 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 he's the, the film negative of Ngano, but the mirror image maybe is closer with Derek Lewis. But um, I think that's, they were both kind of like, don't want to be that guy. Don't want to slow my role to the top. Now they're both at the top. Right? They're both at the top. So at this point now, anybody who wants to shoulder their way in, they got to deal with these cats. You want to hang out in the Phantom Tobles in the waiting room, you got a number like two or three, you just deal with whatever comes your way. Stipe wants back in, doesn't get an immediate rocket ride straight to the top. It's Johnny Boney Joni all the way. And then after that, let it shake out. Johnny Boney Joni wins. It's wide open. He fights Stipe. Not a great matchup, but cool. Izzy wants to jump up. To, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I to gotta give the eye roll to that. That's crazy talk, but whatever. You know, you got a few cats saying, okay, yeah, that's fine. Rotate them in and out. Derek, Derek's Black Lewis. I mean, prime example. Look up. Look at how how far Engano uh, 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 has come on the ground in the last few months, even nine months, I think specifically. Now, Derek said, "You know, I've had back problems. He had the surgery to clear it up, but you don't get the sense that he's gotten any better on the ground." But I like him. He's got it. Never be seen as an All-American in the eyes of the bald one, but he doesn't need to be. That, that ship has sailed. Once they got rid of PV, PBZ and the, the North Butt guy, that was gone. The Rich Franklin, they don't have that anymore. They can't sell that. That dog is not going to. Fundamentally, people who beat up other people for a living are just, they can't, they can't, they tried to make it all wholesome and disnified, and it's not going to happen. So we do have a few more fights for those of us who are thinking, is MMA really the place for me? We do have a few more fights that fundamentally keep us in, uh, keep our asses in the seats. T. Wood, he needs to stop. OSB, other sports beckon, my man. Make some more hip-hop records. Don't want to see you in the cage again. Don't want to see you in the cage again. I could, I could go on about how, you know, this was just another example of how wrestlers don't take jiu-jitsu seriously, and they should. But that's, we know that, that that's a distraction. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, I think he, I think he really wants the fight to happen. And I think he wants to, temptation, you know, everybody who's worked with the UFC has said the same thing to me. It's like having the worst girlfriend in the world. You know, I had this girlfriend back when I was a sophomore in college, you know, and she uh, had done something that knifed me in the back, kind of, you know, and, uh, 
at one point it was revealed that she had knifed me in the back and I, we get into an argument. We're out in a public place, right? And, uh, um, and she was like, look, let's just go back to your place and have sex. I was like, what, what kind of animal do you think I am? Were you going to, you, were you going to spackle over the screw up just by throwing a little, little, little ass at me? Was, that's not the way we work. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not the, this is, this is not, this is not how we work. You know, so Johnny Bonagione, let's get this out of the way. You know, it's going to take some time to negotiate. And he's right. You would have paid it to the little Irishman. Whose negatives are far more aggressive. The difference is the little Irishman has a whole country behind him, as well as, you know, uh, what is it? The, the, uh, the diaspora, the Irish diaspora. Johnny Booney Johnny doesn't. But you got to know that this is the fight, that this is the fight. And if you, if you are, what is it, the 80s baseball strike, that's what Johnny Boney Johnny represents to you. I have friends who went to baseball games with their fathers from the time they were three or four years old. And when that baseball strike hit, they said, I'm never going back to baseball again. And they never did. You, okay, you know, we, we let you slide on the, on the Fedor thing. He was kind of old and, you know, and Randy was kind of old and, you know, okay. You know, you kind of shit can Nate, uh, uh, Nick Diaz. But, you know, Nick's thing with Anderson Silva laying out in the mat and, you know, it just wasn't his thing. Okay. But if you blow this, if you blow this, you're going to lose a lot of people. And that's a jungle talking. That is a jungle talking. That's every single celebrity that you want to give away a media seat to. That's everybody. 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 Don't want to see Francis Ngannou against Derek Lewis. Don't want to see Stipe rematch. Don't want to see anything else. But Johnny Boney Joni and Engano. That's it. So, you know, play whatever kind of games you need to play, that's fine. Get that guy paid. But, you know, this is part of Johnny Boney Joni's thing, you know, total war works. It works. But one thing, he is as he is. So no longer becoming being. Can he make it to fight day without any screw-ups? We don't know. But I guess at this point, that's part of the thrill. O'Malley, bullshit. That was bullshit. He's fighting scared now. He goes, you know, I'm not just a fighter. I'm a brand. And I was like, cue the clown music, bro. Thomas Almeida has lost four of his last fights. And this guy gave you a hard time. And your desire for your desire, you know, your desire for, for the show, your desire for the show, you know, your your sense of yourself as, as a legend led you to that that walk-off that had the guy pop back up like a jack in the box. And was game after that. Now you could do that kind of Johnny Boney Johnny thing, like celebrating before the end of the round, like he did with DC, and DC drops his hands and he peppers him. That that was like kind of level thinking that you just don't even, <laughs> which is why Joni Boney Joni is that good. But the reality of it is Mally, you know, he, he, his head's in the wrong place. If you can, if you can get the Oofsi, if you can get the Oofsi to, 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 to deal on this Elvis factor, you know, like, Hip white cat, got a strong brand, build it up, make it another like tap out t-shirt deal and keep feeding him a steady succession of, of guys that he's going to look great against. Fucking do it. Why not? I got it. Sports entertainment must be entertaining sports. But let's not act like that's anything other than it was. You know, you want a guy to do some spin kicks and then he wants to do some fancy stuff and then, then he, he wins and he does the basketball shot. You beat a guy who's got who's four in the hole. 
who probably should be cut outside of the need for them to have guys like him around to burnish brands of guys like you who are not fighters, but who are brands. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, so, oh, and then the other one, the other one I got to talk about um, is, because I, I tuned in earlier, is this woman, Miranda. And if you're following me on the Twitter machine, you saw my comment, like, uh, they still, uh, still drug test this sport. And I don't throw that around easily. I don't throw your Maverick. I don't throw that around easily at all. But you know, the only reliable, the, the only reliable method I've had for being able to tell if somebody's on. You know, you guys joke and call me a, a nipple whisper. Nipples are not don't know no, no, is indicator. But there's one I could tell you right away if somebody's on if you let me work out with them. If you let me work out with somebody who's on, I can tell you to with 100% certainty that, the, that, that they're on. Because their angle, their, their attack, there's no refractory time. I mean, you know, I'd do a set when I was on. I'd do a set on the, not on, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going I'm to do 10. Boom, 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 10. Okay, I gotta wait a minute before I hit the next set. 60 seconds, maybe more, start bullshitting with people talking. And then maybe two minutes you roll into your next set. You know? Nah. When you're on, you do your 10, you do your 10 reps, you kind of wait, and it's like, ah, oh, 30 seconds, oh, fuck it, just go again. So she was in trouble. There was no, there was no quit. Okay, to to fight that, fight that hard the third round in. Your cardio has to be through the roof. Does your body look like that if your cardio is through the roof? Stop it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm just not going to buy it. And I didn't care about the fight. I didn't pick either. I don't have no dog in this hunt. I didn't pick either of these fighters. Um, you know, so whatever, whatever. And so when she gave her the post-fight uh, uh, commentary, I'm listening to the voice and her voice it is okay. You know, it doesn't always change the voice. And also, they're anti-estrogens. It's a way to, to you get the edge. You know, everybody's got the same chemicals, but if you can kind of suppress estrogen, technically, you've sort of increased your, your testosterone. I don't know. Yeah, they say, oh, you know, she's 21. She's got the fire of a 21-year-old. Okay. Okay. And there's that Chinese fighter who's, who's also the same way, who I think they, they you know... I'm going to go out of the room when I come back. If you could give me a cup of urine, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I took a picture of her, and I'm just, I'm just not buying it. Uh, uh, I'm just not. Let me see that. Uh, let me see that. Yeah, I'm just here. I, I, and I'm looking at this picture. But come on, man. I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying it. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not. But, you know, the other people who get busted a lot of times, too, it's strategic how they get busted. Yeah, I'm, I'll tweet it out. It's strategic how they're busted. Right? It serves a wide, it serves the organization's wider purpose, or the purpose is a big enough name they need to be humbled. You're not going to bust somebody to slow down on a card unless you just want to show uh, due diligence. You can you sacrifice a bigger name for a smaller name. Yeah. Nah, nah, you're wrong. 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 <laughs> I mean, I got like I said, I'm still paying attention to the tea leaves right now. But as of this vantage point, March 28th, I feel 100 percent comfortable with making my pick for Johnny Boney Joni against Francis Ngannou, and I love them both. But with with Johnny Boney Joni, there's always that X factor, and who knows? Fourth of July comes and goes, and dudes decides. Hey, you know, I'm going to celebrate. I've been locked out that long. I'm going to blow some shit up and blows his hand off. You never know. And that's why that is MMA Fantasy League is the only move to make. And those were the only fights I cared about. You know, I get three, three fights on the card, three fights on the card, and, and that's it. But do not 
their smoke and their mirrors. Do not fall for this stuff. And of course, I didn't even have time to talk about Team February. And now Al Jermaine is like, oh, I don't know this guy deserves a rematch. You know, he should be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's uh, okay. All right, man. Okay. All right. At this point, at this point, if I'm Petrianis, go, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. There are lots of great fights for you. Go fight them. Come on. Come on with that stuff. Craziness. And Misha Tate, what do you want? <laughs> she stopped sending me bikini photos, so I'm okay with that. I have no idea what that's about, but it's a mistake. It's a mistake. People think the game hasn't changed. They think nothing's changed. They think I go in, I come out, it's the same. You're wrong. You're wrong. But she was always a, a, a pretty, a pretty pretty pleasant presence and now that she's gotten rid of that dead weight boyfriend of hers I think she did or did she marry him sorry if she married him Caraway was another his name I think she got rid of him I don't mind having her around anyway 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 that's the end of the show uh no care don't care this week so you'll have nothing Monday afternoon Tuesday night it's John Nash Alexi and me on uh if the shoes fit uh, if you follow me on at Eugene S. Robinson on Twitter, you get the stuff I do in Aussie, as well as uh, periodically I'll send out my uh, Substack newsletter, which you should sign up for, eugenesrobinson.substack.com. Yeah. Matt Hamill. Um, Tuesday, that happens. Uh, I have a couple pieces uh, uh, sports that can kill you. Um, a piece on cryptids and uh, another, I got three newsletters coming out this next week I think so you should be able to check them out check them out check them out check them out it should be happening if you follow me on at Eugene S. Robinson if you follow me on Instagram Mr. Sleep 3 and your page is protected I'll never let you in I gotta be able to see in your page first before you see mine but uh, send out that newsletter, get people to sign up for it, because that's, uh, I know Substack is now having some sort of woke moment. Second time on the show, using the internet talks. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's having some sort of woke moment because they've been paying some people, they're not paying me, uh, who like right-wing stuff, whatever, but I, I just can't, I can't, I can't keep moving hither and yon because of some political thing, I can't. It's not bad enough yet where I have to move, but I think I'm going to stay. And, of course, having a large number of subscribers will make it easy and possible for me to stay. But anyway, so that's the week. Please do not die between now and next week. I think all of my picks were 100% on from uh, next week's Don't Care, Care, Don't Care. We'll talk about it, which means I'll be gloating about it. I don't remember what Nash's picks were, but I'm sure I crushed him because that's kind of usually what happens. <laughs> he never watches the show this long, so he'll never get to that. Uh, anyway, thanks. I think... The kid's still sleeping, so we're gonna whisper and whisper our way out. What's happening? Is it frozen again? We're gonna whisper our way out. Here we go. Look what you made me do. Shh.